0: Everyone, Welcome back to the Tribe of Nerds. JJ and I are without Kearney for this week, um, but we are going to talk about episodes 45 through 48 of Challenge Shoutdown, the penultimate week as we near the finale uh, next week. But uh, yeah, let, let's get into it. So we've got episode 45, Oil and the Family. What were your impressions? For me, it was the weirdest one because I just feel like... Again, season three has been a lot of we're on we're out of ideas. So let's just throw random stuff in the episodes.
1: Yeah, i very much am feeling that way at this point. Yeah, um, I think this is a really n- cool Shangon Wu that they bring in. Mm-hmm. You can just change anything back to its original form. But like, okay, I get that it's a cartoon, and so normally I don't think too deeply about the Shangon Wu and how they work. But it's original form. What defines original form? Because there's an original form of a, of a living creature. Why not turn the dinosaurs back to eggs? I don't know. Also, like, just some random blob of oil is all one dinosaur? I mean, that could be from a bunch of different sources. Also dinosaurs. Just a mess.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was just really weirded out. And then it. they try to give Raimundo a little bit of an arc... That I feel like had already passed at this point, and I was just like, I don't know. It just felt shoehorned in by the end of it. So I don't know. We'll talk about specifics though. Into this, let's talk about dinosaurs and let's talk about that. That Chase Young makes that T Rex British. Um, <laughs> it was just like okay.
1: That was random and felt very on par for the course of this show. Yeah. Like I, I was fine with it. Not my favorite stick, but like it fit
0: really well. Yeah, I guess so. It just, it just felt so random. But I, I don't know. Like I, I feel like the fun, only fun part about the dinosaurs for me is probably the fact that it's still Jack Spicer being Jack Spicer. So, <laughs> but yeah, um... yeah I,
1: uh, I do feel like part of the show being a mess here is that all of the, like i do really like having multiple villains and them fighting with each other mm-hmm. but i just don't feel like they're doing that whole aspect of this cleanly no um, and like it, it was nice to see ruya use jack again like that just that goes back to what we're used to and that feels right for the characters but like chase young is barely in this episode and i don't know it's all over the place
0: yeah, and then he's out of the rest of this week, so... Yep. So, I don't know. Um, I mean, let's... I mean, do we have anything else to say about the Rio Reverso? I thought it was... I thought it was cool as well. I I think it's a cool concept for sure, but... I don't know, it's like... This is a Shangon movie that's in one episode, and I'm pretty sure it's not in the rest of the... Sh- uh, season 3, so...
1: Yeah, I was going to bring that up too. I mean, it is a cool Shangguan move, but like so many other Shangguan moves, they bring it up once and then we don't see it again. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, what's the point of bringing it into the show at all? Especially at this point in the show where you're nearing the end. Right. How does this service the larger plot?
0: It doesn't, and that I get watching this through it. It's kind of tough because, like the I, there are episodes, some episodes like this where I remembered enjoying it back when i've watched it before and then rewatching it now that i'm older is like this isn't as great as i remember <laughs> this particular episode but i don't know uh i guess it helps when we talk about it and i'm not blinded by as much nostalgia but
1: yeah some things don't age as well some things do
0: yeah, I did like, like, the Ruby of Ramses being used in an interesting way with using it on Jack to make him fight the monks and, like, them not knowing how to fight that because, like, they're, you know, it, they're not used to seeing Jack do that stuff.
1: Yeah, that was really cool, and, like, we haven't really seen Wuya herself fight either because... I mean, we have, but she's used magic. Mm-hmm. So the monks would have no idea how to physically fight Wuya.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: so her ideas of what physical fighting are, um, she's putting into Jack. So yeah, like, it's totally believable for me. Um, and it is a cool use of the Shangan Wu.
0: Yeah, and we also. I feel like this episode is also where Chase is basically kind of throwing Wuya away at this point, because, I mean. At at the point where he just leaves Jack and Wuya to die by the T-Rex, I think it's just at that point Chase is done with Wuya.
1: Yeah, yep, I think he is, and I also think it's at this point that Wuya has truly become a lesser villain of the show. Like she had been before, and she always was when she was a ghost, but <laughs> she was still like an intelligent, really well plotting villain. But now it feels like she's just playing second fiddle to Jack Or not to Jack, to uh, Chase Young And mm-hmm. I'm kind of disappointed in that downturn in her character I was okay with her like not having her powers Or trying to figure that all out But it feels like they've changed her personality at this point And she's just not as conniving and plotting uh,
0: anymore No, that is it is disappointing Because yeah, I really feel like they could have done Booyah a lot better But I don't know It's, it's weird to me, but, um, that chess showdown, though, I thought, like, an interesting concept, it's just extremely random that Raimundo's doing, playing chess against a T-Rex.
1: Yeah, okay, so, like, this four episode arc, we find a few random talents that people have. Uh, Raimundo can just play chess like nobody's business, and, uh, uh, Dojo can, um, you know, he can yo-yo. Yeah. (laughs) Awesomely,
0: <laughs> I I feel like we'll talk about the dojo episode because there that does have like callbacks to previous lines Set in other episodes with dojo, but um, yeah, I mean I think the only time we've seen them playing chess and it, it wasn't really featuring Raimundo very well, but I think it was the episode where they were just randomly playing chess at the temple and Omi. That was the one where Omi said he was in heat.
1: <laughs> so speaking of, it really feels like they. Like, Omitown, the the metaphors were, like, just really thick. Mm
0: -hmm. But,
1: like, now these four episodes, there is a whole lot of them. They dropped that shtick for a bit, but now they're peppering it in so much. I'm okay with it. It's not my favorite. It really isn't. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with it, but it's too much. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I, I get it. I feel like some of the responses to Omi messing up, though, are kind of funny, though. And maybe it's more so that those responses than Omi actually messing it up.
1: I don't know if it was this episode or one of the later ones, but Jack's like, oh, wait, I got this. Yes, this was this one.
0: Yeah. This has to be the funniest. We we have to, uh, he's, uh, he's like, the jig is up, the end of the rope, it's the end of the rope, fork over the woo, and then he has, like, the genius metal. <laughs> I thought, like, that response, I think, is pretty good, but Omi Speaking actually of, messing it up. Ahead. Yeah. No, you can go. That's all I to say.
1: Speaking of funnies, uh, I think my favorite moment in this episode is when Jack is introducing the first three dinosaurs, and I don't remember the third name, but it was like Dino Dude, Dino Gal, and Dino something else. It was like, man, that's like a whole Paw Patrol team or something, and that's and like he makes movies and does robots and stuff. I feel like he's got a whole thing going on
0: there. Yeah, that that was a really funny scene. I don't know, I kind of feel like the one where he's the when he's just using the Rio reverse on random objects and it's the chicken and the egg, he's like, some things are just not meant for us to know. <laughs>
1: yeah, that was clever too.
0: Um, and I guess another appearance by his broken yes bot from earlier in the show. So um
1: I did, uh, something I found was funny, but I don't think was meant to be funny, mm-hmm. is when Clay cuts off Raimundo, where he's just like, yeah, yeah, anyway, there's a saying in my family, follow the oil, and it's like Raimundo was really onto something, he was saying, this is what woo would do, because he spent time with woo Yeah, and Clay's just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs>
0: Raimundo still gets disrespected from time to time although I feel like in the next episode that disrespect is actually played really well and we'll talk about that but um, as a plan but like I don't know it it's sometimes it's like they just disrespect Raimundo a lot of the time and we've talked about that before but um, yeah oh also the other funny I had was uh when clays like Dojo, you and the T-Rex are same family, and Dojo's like, I beg your pardon, we dragons, we chew with our mouths closed, and it's
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I don't know if it was this episode, but they brought back the, what a Dojo.
0: Yeah, that was later. Yeah, I was like, I just finished watching that in the last episode, and I was like, okay, really, did they need to bring back that? (laughs) Um... Yeah, is that all for the Oil and the Family episode, the Dinosaur episode?
1: I think that's all I've got.
0: Yeah, oh, also when Chase just pushes Jack and he lands on the water bottle and he Chase just thinks Jack just, like, wet himself or something and Jack just pulls out. oh, wait, I just landed on my water bottle. <laughs> <It's>
1: like, <laughs> Jack would totally be the fanny pack guy with everything at Disney World or something. There's nothing wrong with that.
0: But Jack would be that guy. He would be, yeah. Um, I totally agree. All right, well that's it uh, episode forty six, the return of Master Monk Guan. I think for me this episode was like it starts off doing some good things for Raimundo. Like these next two episodes are really good for Raymundo's arc and I really liked the planning that went into it. Like, I don't know if you didn't know what was going on till like everything started getting revealed that it was actually a plot to trick Hannibal. Yep.
1: No, I uh, the the plot twist I did not realize because um, Rai just kind of gets shit on mm-hmm. this entire show, so it's totally believable that this is what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the plot points in this episode don't make as much sense to me though. Like I, he sends them to train with Master Monk Guan, but like he says he because he can't train them anymore or his training's not good enough, and I'm just like. I mean, okay. That's kind of like a throwaway thing just to move them along. I don't
0: know. Yeah, I, that was a bit weird as well. Um,
1: I didn't expect Monk to be so demanding. Yeah. I get that part of it was like this shtick, or not shtick, but like the whole scheme that he was doing with Raimundo, um, and that that was their plan. But he doesn't really drop the Taskmaster vibe in the next episode Mm -hmm. And that just doesn't feel right for the character that they gave us before in the show Um,
0: No, and we'll talk about the other thing that I had a problem with at the end of the episode Because I feel like it kind of defeats the purpose of the episode that Master Monk Guan was introduced in
1: Yeah, are you talking
0: about giving Rai the spear? Yep, and then just having a bunch of spears, and you have the... We'll talk about it now, then. Like, the fact that he gave Omi the spear in the episode he was introduced with Chaseon, and how that was, like, such an important thing that he had to sell Dojo to get his spear back, and it's kind of (laughs) like, he has so many spears, why should that matter? So I just... It was just a weird thing that they just put in here that kind of defeats the purpose of that one episode beforehand
1: yeah that's a minor retcon although i will say when i'm playing video games if there's a special item even if it's like something like that where it's like part of a collection and it's like one of duplicates i'm willing to go to great lengths <laughs> to get all of the things
0: that's fair maybe it's a play uh, a joke on like that i don't know but in that case maybe that's clever but i'd I don't know. I I guess for the character of Master Run Guan, I feel like this kind of retconned what we learned of him earlier on in the show. Um,
1: I think it continued into next episode with Dojo and Master... Or, um, yeah, Master Fung. Like, that whole arc. I did like the anxiety... The separation anxiety bit and how he's like doesn't want to be away from Master Fung. But I think they took it just a little too far. Um, And I'm kind of probably pulling in stuff from 41. But, uh, like, when Master Fung is on the phone call and he's got the the female
0: dragonborn. Yep, yep, that was 48. Yeah, that felt, like, too much to me. I want to bring up that joke when we get... Because I honestly laughed because I thought it was a really funny... It did go too far, but it was just, like, they really just decided to pull that joke. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, they went all in on this.
0: But I don't know. It's uh we'll talk about that when we get there, but obviously it starts here with like the doll and whatnot, where he's like he doesn't wanna he wants to keep holding on to the doll of Master Fun. Um Uh let's talk about Hannibal and Raimundo here. I I like um this whole plot that, you know, we didn't we don't see coming on the first watch through and the fact that, like, they're all doing... They're doing this because they gotta get that treasure of the Blind Swordsman away from Hannibal being... So I, I like that that treasure was not just, like, completely dropped. Um, so I thought that was really cool, and I think they utilized Rimudo turning evil again uh, really well, actually, so. I,
1: I know that it's not till next episode that they really get the treasure of the Blind Swordsman, mm-hmm. but I really...
0: I think it was this one, maybe. Oh, was
1: it? Okay. Well, anyway, I'd really like to see the monks using that treasure in the future. I don't know if we will, but we'll see. I did think when uh, Roy Bean was, like, first talking to Raimundo that they were just going to do another rehash of one of the monks turning evil. I'm really glad that they did a switcheroo and didn't do that because, <laughs> like, that's just, they've done that more than once already and I don't need it again.
0: Right, we got that end of season one, we got it the end of season two with Omi. Like, <laughs> we didn't need it a third time, I agree. Um, but I I even, like, I, I think we didn't talk about it the the last week, but, like, Hannibal's, like, samurai costume or whatever that makes him look intimidating, I actually think that's a really cool design.
1: It is cool. And honestly, you know, Curdy talked about... Hannibal Roy being, being a shitpost character yeah, and he really is but at the same time, he really is one of the most imposing villains, if not the most imposing villain on this show mm-hmm. uh, the tactics that he uses like setting up that whole town for Omi's family or here he's um, using Raimundo, I know Wuya did that too but like in the next episode when he gets into Raimundo's dreams and all that, he's really uh, Really, a clever and intelligent villain in what he's doing, and he'd be scary to go up against.
0: Yeah, I actually really think that now we're hitting this week is where they best used Hannibal Bean. Like they really made him actually a better villain. So I, 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 I can get behind him more now, especially after the next episode that we'll talk about. Um, Absolutely,
1: I still hate that he's mean. I hate it, <laughs> but like I like it. That- nobody in the show comments on well that's not true the monks do but like the um like master fun and master monk guan they don't joke about that they mm-hmm. take him with utter seriousness and it's a testament to the like just the caliber of evil that he brings to the show yeah really i good character
0: yeah, I can agree, I and it's also cool, again, I'm going to talk about this more next episode, but the fact that Hannibal Bean is also voiced by Tom Kenny, and we're going to get to that more, I think they really do it well next episode. I, we'll talk about that dream sequence next episode, I don't want to spoil it too early, but there was some really cool stuff there to go with that. Um, I even liked the, and then we have the fancy feet, I mean, I guess it's cool to just see Ramudo use it to beat the crap out of Omi, but... <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, the fight between them was cool. And <laughs> I liked that when Rai just, uh, like, does whatever he does and just forfeits the fight. Yeah. That was great, too.
0: Yeah, that was that was really fun. I really liked that. Um, all right, I, I think um, hit the funnies for episode 46 are there, n- there anything else from this one?
1: No, I got two funnies. One is Master Monk Ron's shoulders, they look whack. <laughs> He looks like a, a melted action figure.
0: Yeah, I, I noticed that now, because like, I, I remember there was something funky with his shoulders when he first mentioned it, and then when I actually rewatched the episode tonight, I was like, okay, yeah, his shoulders are really, really weird.
1: <laughs> um, also, I, I can't quote the line, but uh, Omi responds to Rai talking about like how he was doing it all for the greater good. And uh, he said, like, I know, and, like, no hard feelings, but I would like to get you back still, basically. <laughs> I I don't know what exactly he said, but that was a good line.
0: I didn't I didn't write that down either, but, yeah, I, um, I thought the funniest one, though, is the file of cheesy lines. And was like, we all love your cheesy lines, Master Fun. And then Dojo's just like, I have a file of all these cheesy lines.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he pulls it out of nowhere, and then it just disappears. Yeah,
0: yeah. That was funny. Um, Also, we had... Not funny, but like... We also had Raimundo calling Dojo Gecko, which is calling back to the very first episode. So, I thought that was cool. Um, Yeah, that was good. But, yeah, um... So, yeah, let, let's talk about 47 now. The Dreamstalker. For me, this is my might be my favorite episode of the whole show. I think this is kind of what solidified Raimundo for me as my favorite character in the show. Um, they do a really great job with this arc, and Hannibal really stands out uh, now as a really good villain for this episode.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, this is the episode that really made me form that solid opinion mm-hmm. of Hannibal Roy Bean, uh I, I like him as a villain now. I hated him when he was first introduced, but they've developed his character, and I like him now.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: great plot. Uh, just, in like, sinister evil here. I love the way that he's turning Rise fear against the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get some fantastic animations this episode, too.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that, and some really fun lines, honestly. Um, let, let's talk about let's talk about remundo's arc and with that fear and i want to talk about that dream sequence i think the dream sequence is one of the coolest like sequences they've done on the show um just going through everything like they even go to like you have like the movie theater where they're showing like Ramundo's greatest hits from the rest of the show uh and then you have like hannibal like as like the his face on the on the cup and then you have him, like, jumping out of the ocean and, like, swallowing himself, like, I don't know, there's just some really cool, freaky stuff in this, and I thought it was really, really fun, or really interesting. Yeah,
1: Yeah, there is, there really is. I think it's weird at the end how he's in the sky all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, I don't know how that works, but
0: (laughs) okay. Yeah, and you have his younger self that represents his fear, like, that was cool. Um, yeah,
1: that was good. And I liked that they kind of used the stuffed animal as a way to represent that, too. <laughs> and uh, how Kimiko was making fun of him for it. Ninja Fred. <laughs> yeah. Ninja Fred is a good name for a teddy
0: bear. Yeah. Um, and I just, again, showing apparently Remundo is just super jacked. Or at least maybe he is in his dreams. But I feel like in past episodes, he was also jacked. So. <laughs> um, i thought that was interesting also the fact like i don't know like that end fight with Hannibal reed blows him out of his head like that was that's one of my favorite action sequences in the whole show um and also Hannibal turning into like the goo zombie that was a callback to the panda Bubba episode um so that was awesome to see that callback but just like the part where Ramundo just like turns, makes his fist and made of wind, and then you just have the fist coming out of the cliffside in the background.
1: Speaking of callbacks, it also feels like the arcade in there is kind of a callback to when he was. Uh, yes. Wuya.
0: Yep, and you have him even like fantasizing about not only Kimiko but Woo-Ya. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like okay. And, like, yeah, like, him fantasizing about Kimiko, like, even, he definitely has a crush on Kimiko, like, we've kind of maybe seen hints of that throughout the show, but, like, here it's, like, solidified, like, in the theater when he tries putting his arm around her, and, Mm -hmm. like, that, like, you can definitely see that, so I thought that was a cool little uh, hint there. Yeah,
1: and with us only having a few more episodes, I don't think we'll see anything come of that.
0: Sad. Yeah, I, I can confirm at least that that unfortunately doesn't end up going anywhere, but I, I think it would have been cool to develop more if this show had lasted even, like, another season. But
1: I do like, though, um, if they ever were planning to introduce that aspect, I'm glad that it waited, mm-hmm. that it wasn't just like, oh, all of this. Well, I mean, Kimiko's the only girl in the group, and it's like, that feels kind of tropey to where she's going to be dating someone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like... I'm kind of cool with it just not going anywhere, too. I
0: don't know. That's fair. I I can agree with that, because it's kind of like, oh, the girl has to date one of the guys. But I get that. Um, Or
1: even worse, she has to date all of them at one point or another. (laughs) Oh,
0: God. I mean, I also feel like at certain points, there's points. I feel like Omi has somewhat of... I feel like at certain points, besides disrespecting her as well, I think Omi has a little bit of a crush on Kimiko as well.
1: Right. I've never gotten any hints that Clay does, though. No. To me, that just feels like a brother-sister relationship.
0: Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, let's talk about that Sapphire Dragon in the Shadow of Fear turning into, like, the Sapphire Jellyfish. Like, that was a cool design, and, again, fits with Raimundo's fear and everything. And I know, like, at the beginning, when you and me and Kearney started, we talked about, like, you hope the Sapphire Dragon returned, so that was cool to see what you wanted, like, come back.
1: Yeah, it, Season 3 has been pretty good about bringing back little things from Seasons 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Sapphire Dragon, it's cool to see it used in a different way. It's not really used in a different way, but it's used in combination with other woo, mm-hmm. which uh, that is nice to see.
0: Yeah, I I really liked it. And even just like the showdown, like after it comes and like starts turning Jack and the monkeys into Sapphire and then as the rhino as well. Like that was cool.
1: Right, yeah, it, it was pretty cool. And then uh, just the showdown itself is pretty cool, too, just seeing that fight.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I really enjoyed this episode. Um, and then we don't get to see it used, but there's that shadow slicer that they pick up, which I think might get used in the final few episodes, I think, but doesn't get used here. But it's a cool concept to put, like, holograms around.
1: Yeah, I don't honestly even remember that. it wasn't really a focal point of this episode, which is okay.
0: Yeah, no, it definitely... I'm definitely glad it wasn't a focal point. Um, All right, Funnies. Dojo telling Rimudo he has soft hands for a boy.
1: (laughs) Uh, My... Possibly my favorite animation of the entire show is when Omi is all sleepy and walks out to see what's going on, and then he finally sees the jellyfish and his whole head... (laughs) into a giant eyeball.
0: That's definitely one of the funniest animations, for sure. Um, even the animations of them being tired at the end of the episode.
1: Oh my god, yes. Like Omi's like half bloodshot, and I don't know what's going on with him.
0: They just decided to really animate Omi's face on this episode.
1: Yep, yep. They went hard, and I was not disappointed.
0: <laughs> um, and then you have uh, Omi being like, uh, I have a key to make you uh, i know how to make you stay awake uh dodge the bucket of ice water and then you <laughs> omi's face when he's filling the bucket back up and it's just really really menacing it's funny um and then trying to catch the ice bucket um and then you have omi at the end being like i need to wink at someone 40 times and clay's like i'm too tired to tell him it's 40 winks <laughs>
1: yeah this was just a good episode all around
0: yeah Oh, and then we have Raimundo being like, "I wouldn't betray you guys. I that you guys are you guys are one taco stand short of a combo platter on this one." And uh,
1: doesn't Omi say something about tacos again after that?
0: I think so. I I can't remember, but Omi probably He's said. He's
1: always surprised by tacos.
0: <laughs> Omi's surprised by anything that he doesn't get. So I mean, it, yeah, I, he is. So, but yeah, it's a super good episode. And then I guess. Uh, Guess now we had to Chucky e. Chew, which I think is an interesting concept. There's some interesting stuff in here. I don't know necessarily if all of it landed for me though, but I that's fine. I mean, it it there's an interesting episode, and I think I at least think like the callbacks to stuff that Dojo has said earlier in the show was kind of cool. So it feels like a filler episode. <laughs> it
1: really does. Uh, that being said, I don't hate the concept, but I just don't like the character Chucky e. Chew. Yeah. Um, so it, it didn't land for me, mm-hmm. but it's not a bad it's not a bad episode. It really isn't. Um, I'm not fond of Chucky e. Chew doing the right thing at the end. I would have preferred that he just stays the like slummy uh,
0: con person the whole time,
1: yeah. and he kind of does because he still takes the family yo-yo, <laughs> but like, I don't know. Yeah. this episode just didn't fit with the season,
0: no, it didn't, I mean, we saw a thing in the Jermaine episode, Dojo starts like, trying to calm Omi and Jermaine down, but then he gets into a rant about Chucky stealing the family yo-yo back in that episode, so that oh, this, does he? yeah, this is a callback to that moment, so at least like, at least that came into fruition, so I, I kind of, that kind of made the episode a little bit better, but as as you said Chucky e. Chu himself I didn't really care for as a character
1: and we we're not done with him either I don't think because he's staying at Monk Guan's temple now
0: well so they went back I can say on uh well I guess not unfortunately because we don't we didn't really care for him but he does not come back again
1: Oh cool
0: Yeah so which is interesting that They're literally like five episodes away from ending the show, and they just introduce this character that they only use for one episode. Cool.
1: (laughs) Uh, This episode, this is kind of random and not related to what we were just talking about, but uh, you know, I've always kind of wondered about Dojo, but this episode really made me wonder when he gets, when he's being like in, used as dental floss. The
0: Cyclops. Oh God!
1: Why doesn't he ever use his powers? Why doesn't he just turn big or change into another shape? We know he can.
0: I don't know. I didn't. I don't even think they needed. I thought it was nice at the end of season two, or you know, technically season three, episode one. But I'm going to call it end of season two, where Chase just is catapulting the villains into the center of the earth. I thought that would have been nice to get rid of all the other side villains. <laughs> um. And then we see, like, half of like, all of them are back picking up fake Shangon and then we have Cyclops again, which just wasn't necessary for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and, like, I don't know, we got all these villains running around, but, like, literally just focus on the villains you already have. Stop bringing back the other ones. We've got Hannibal, we've got Chase, we've got Jack, and we've got woo and, like, that those four are more than enough. You already don't know how to handle those four. <laughs> but also, no, like, seriously, what could the villains do against full-sized Dojo?
0: I don't know. I It's a thing. I feel like Dojo gets, like, underutilized, and I know this episode even focused on him a tiny bit more, but it's, like, the one time we saw him do something amazing, I feel like, besides crack jokes, the whole show is the Sapphire Dragon episode where he actually destroys a <laughs> sapphire dragon.
1: I would like to see that again. That was great.
0: Yeah, that that is another one of my favorite episodes, so I guess the two episodes with the Sapphire Dragon are two of my favorites, but um but yeah, um we also have the Kazutsu Adam which gets introduced, which technically doesn't get used, but it's interesting as a concept of Woo that just vaporizes things.
1: Yeah, and then they used it for another bait-and-switch this episode. Yeah. they destroyed the fake woo, but, like, I saw that one coming. Yeah. That wasn't a big surprise.
0: Yeah, I knew they weren't going to do that. We also have that pinball showdown, which is a cool concept. Um,
1: I don't get how it works, though. Like, they are the pinballs. How are they controlling themselves? But, oh, well.
0: Yeah. Also, we,
1: it only focused on the points. It is a cool concept, but it wasn't well done because it was just, like, they're wrapping
0: up points. I have no idea how this is happening. I don't know what the rules are. I don't know. It, it was too fast, too. It just I know pinball's a fast game, but I, it just it didn't work for me either. It's a cool concept, but yeah. Um, Alright, and, I mean, is there anything else for 48 before we hit the funnies? I don't think so. Alright, uh, let's talk about fun cheating on Dojo, because that humor, just, like, the fact that they're, like, oh, Messer Fun, who's that in the background? It's like this other lady dragon, and then uh, it just makes it seem like, yeah, Fun's cheating on Dojo. So.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it, it is kind of funny, and, like, it really fits with Dojo's character. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, I don't know. It just didn't land for me.
0: Yeah, that that's fair. I thought it was funny. I also think when Kimiko's, like, uh, it, when Jack mocks Kimiko, and then he has the... Dolphins, which are he calls fish pots, and Kimiko's just like, dolphins are mammals, you idiot. <laughs> yep, that's good. And um, and then Jack try to use the fake woo and then he, the funnier, I think maybe one of the funnier parts too is like when they are all getting on Dojo, and Omi like uses his powers to freeze the waterfall, and then they're, and Jack's like, can I come with you, please? And they're like, no, and then they just leave Jack to die. <laughs>
1: Uh, speaking of Jack using the fake Shang I did like when Chucky Two e. Chu was first Selling him the Shroud of Shadows yeah. And tr- tricked him into that That felt, that felt pretty funny And then uh, later he was using it again And he's just like how do you do that
0: <laughs> Yeah um, Oh and then we have the During the pinball this is like the one Shiny moment Oh, he's like keep your ears on the game Dojo and was like Oh you gotta be doing that on purpose <laughs> <laughs> So, um, I think that's the funniest, uh, so that was, uh, that, that was quick, I mean, we, I mean, I feel like the, like we said, I think 46 and 47 were the episodes where we had stuff to talk about, and then 45 and 48 were more filler, so.
1: Yeah, they were. I, we've only got four episodes left, so I'm really hoping there's no more filler.
0: Yeah, so, from my memory, I think forty nine's a very weird episode, but I feel like they're I don't know, we might there's there's some interesting stuff there. I think fifty's fun, and then I think the two part finale of fifty one and fifty two is a pretty good ending for the show, although when we talk about that next week, I have thoughts of how they maybe could have continued, but but also I like they as we've discussed, they were running out of ideas, so Um, but, uh, I guess, uh, what are your predictions for the finale next week?
1: I honestly don't know where it's gonna go. I don't think I could predict anything at this point, because it's all over the place. Yeah. Something with Hannibal Roy being something big, we'll see.
0: Yeah, I I don't want to spoil what is at stake for certain characters and whatnot, obviously. I don't want to even hint at that. I... I just, I feel like for me at least it was extremely, it's extremely satisfying in a couple aspects and I can totally see why they did went certain ways with certain characters but um, but I, <laughs> I just wish that Shallon Chronicles never happened cause I, I will share one more gripe once we get through the finale next week cause there is a big gripe that I just will not understand why they did what they did for the reboot, but Oh well Um, Alright, I guess Nerdy news, Um, I kind of shared a little bit When I did the Moon Knight podcast with Gabe Um, But what I have down uh, That came up Let me find Where the um, So Bruce Willis ended up retiring uh, From acting Because of his mind uh, Issues Uh, Asphia or whatever I
1: I don't remember what it was. Yeah. But, um, well, he's
0: he's he has some sort of mental illness, and he had to retire from acting, unfortunately. Um.
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah. Sad note. Uh. On in other nerdy news, we've got Morbius tomorrow, which is open to underwhelming views.
0: Yep. I I really I'm probably gonna see it over the weekend just to say I saw it, but I don't think it's gonna be good. And I think the, I told Gabe, I think the post-credit scene's already basically leaked, and the dialogue is pretty bad.
1: They can't keep anything secret for superhero movies anymore.
0: Well, the directors, the director of Morbius literally spoiled the post-credit scenes in an interview. Like, they, Sony just does not care at this point, because they know Morbius is flopping. Awesome. (laughs) Awesome. Gotta
1: love Sony. Oh. Also, the Oscars happened. Not that anybody doesn't know about
0: that. <laughs> yeah, aside, I was gonna say nerdy news. Aside from Chris Rock getting slapped by Will Smith, like that's the news of the. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean that—that's what everybody's been talking about. Also, in others with another celebrity who uh, got in trouble for assault, Ezra Miller or The Flash, he has been arrested for assault. Yep. And that means I have very little interest in seeing the new Flash movie. I mean, I already had less interest, but I don't really want to support someone... Like, the star is literally dealing with shit and not really a great person, for what it seems.
1: Yeah, I mean, I prefer the CW Flash, anyway.
0: Isn't the actor's name, like, Grant Gustin? Yes. Okay. And is... What, is he supposed to be returning in the Flash movie, or because it's isn't? Uh,
1: I don't know. I, okay. I don't really follow DC EU stuff
0: because <laughs> it's a mess. <laughs> I uh,
1: no, I didn't end up finishing the Arrowverse. I got really far into it, but I didn't quite get to the Flashpoint paradox. Or not Flashpoint. Uh, Crisis on Infinite Infinite Earths. I stopped like maybe a season before that.
0: Yeah, I, I it's a lot i mean it's just like i would try to get into it i mean now i'm now that the defender stuff is on disney plus i'm trying to get through daredevil at least and see how i feel about going through the rest of it at least maybe except iron fist
1: <laughs> oh in other other nerdy news uh disney censored and then backpedaled real hard yes. on yes censorship. we will see what happens with that in the future yeah. Hopefully, it won't apply to any of their grittier stuff, especially with them taking the Marvel Netflix shows, and they have Deadpool now. That kind of stuff really just shouldn't be censored because it's like it's not intended to be.
0: Right. I mean, the Falcon and Winter Soldier that was just ridiculous. I mean, so the scientist. I have you been able to get uh, catch up on the old, on the MCU Disney Plus shows yet, or? Uh, no, I've only seen Hawkeye. Okay, yeah, so Falcon Winter Soldier, there's like a scientist that created Super Soldier Serum and spoilers, Zemo kills kills the scientist there because Zemo has his own motivations and with the Super Soldier stuff. And so they censored basically that the dude got shot and looks like basically he didn't he looks like he didn't get shot, which is like dumb. And then another one where Bucky throws Like a pipe and like a spear And like impales one of the Um super soldiers In the shoulder And they made it so that the pipe Bounced off them instead of impaling them
1: <laughs> I mean we have a rating system For a reason Yeah. Just put that you have Violence and gore in your show Yeah. And be done with it Not everything that Disney owns Needs to be family friendly
0: Yep, yep. I totally agree. I mean, I'd I i do not even know if they censored like like I said, Daredevil uh literally has Kingpin decapitating a dude with a car door. I don't like so they're gonna are they gonna censor that now to be something completely different? Like
1: Yeah. I mean what a that's always been one of my least favorite things about the Marvel cinematic universe is mm-hmm. just the lack of any blood really it's right. like it, it that's why i like shows like the boys and invincible those are over the top oh yeah it's like it at least shows it, it, like it, superhero stuff is messy yeah it just is
0: yeah like when we covered invincible last year you mean and gabe and the fact like that sequence where omni man just drags invincible his drags mark through the train and kills all those people like oh my god <laughs> It's and then when he just almost beats Mark to death like my god
1: I think levels half of Chicago
0: jeez <laughs> yeah, i don't omni-man himself is literally one of the bloodiest uh uh comic book super characters ever
1: <laughs> at least in uh in mainstream media yes
0: yeah, mainstream yeah so um all right, and then I guess um, other, um, yeah, Moon Knight's out the first episode, so that's, uh, first episode for me I thought was good. Um, I just have little idea about this character, so I I just don't know where it's going to go at all, so. Yeah,
1: I haven't seen it. I may watch it at some point, let
0: I I think you'd like, I feel like for that show, at least from the first episode, there's some intriguing stuff. And I, I, I feel like there's, at least the violence seems like it won't be toned down, but it could be wrong and they could do it because it's Disney. So I don't know, but i i thought the first episode was good so and then the last thing i had was uh obi-wan kenobi got moved two days later uh from may 25th to may 27th with the first two episodes i think because they're moved it from wednesday to friday because the mcu shows are on wednesdays um so and then stranger things is also coming out season four is coming out on the same day as obi-wan kenobi now
1: oh I did
0: not know that. Yeah, on Netflix. So I'm excited to see where Stranger Things ends up going um, after what happened with season three. And I know people are saying season one was the was the best, but I, I mean, I've enjoyed all three of the seasons so far. So
1: Yeah, I did. I liked it, too. I liked all three seasons. I um, hope that it's not another... I, I want to see something different yeah. this time because it it feels like all three seasons did sort of a rehash of the same plot.
0: I, I uh, agree. Yeah.
1: Maybe I'll do a rewatch. I
0: maybe. wouldn't. I wouldn't be opposed to that. I mean, if if I if we didn't already have so much that we were covering, I mean, I guess we'll be one less thing after we finish Challenge and Showdown next week. But. um I don't know, I wouldn't be opposed to talking about Stranger Things, but I don't know, we might oh, have too much going on.
1: I have one last piece of nerdy news. Walking Dead has officially finished filming. Uh, they haven't released all the episodes, they won't uh, finish um, releasing until the close to the end of the year, but they finished their filming.
0: Nice. Uh, so is this yep. the final season of Walking Dead?
1: Yes, season 11.
0: Wow. That's crazy, I mean, I know it's been going on a long time, so, I mean, are they still doing, like, spinoffs, or are those done, too? Oh, yeah,
1: yep, there's two spinoffs currently in production, uh, I think there's a third one that's coming, uh, they have two mini-web series, and, uh, I don't know what's, I don't have any news on it, but I know that there have been talks a long time of a trilogy of movies centered around Rick Grimes. So, didn't he leave the show? World Dead universe. Everything needs a universe nowadays. That's where it's
0: going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I mean, things are just wanting to copy the MCU, and it's kind of like we don't need to have a bunch of MCU type things. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm not all about the Walking Dead universe. Like, I'm very into the Walking Dead, and I watched a good chunk of Fear the Walking Dead. But I haven't gotten into
0: anything else that they have. Yeah, for me, the only thing for me that I think is good to sort of have, like, an MCU-type universe is Star Wars because I feel like it's so big and there's so much stories that you can tell with Star Wars and that large of a galaxy and universe. Sure. But, but, yeah, yeah. think that's it um so i guess we uh will be covering the finale of challenge showdown next week gabe and i'll do continue moon Knight from what it seems and um i guess that's going to be it because i'm kind of gonna take another break from doing solo podcasts just because we have a lot going on now that we're back into like mcu coverage and whatnot um so uh yeah we will see you guys uh next week on tribe of nerds